Thanks for playing! You've been a real pant load! <laughs> Actual line from the game. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Gary Owens, man. That's awesome. Um, Gary. Well, uh, Gary. Uh, well, I'm just going to introduce Gary. the show. Um, hey, everyone. Welcome to uh, Subcon Serenade, episode 3. Uh, I'm here with Vince. I'm Leland. Introduce yourself, Vince. I'm Vince. <laughs> hey. And, uh, and I'm also here. In spirit. He is. You're actually a ghost right now. A ghost that loves video game music. Um, Aren't you scared? <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm terrified. This is something brand new. I'm so glad you're here. Because I can... I can I, I'm excited. I, I can't contain myself. I'm, I'm glad I'm here, too. Awesome. Uh, I'm really glad you started doing this podcast, but listening to you do it by yourself was making me sad. Because I, I, I was just shouting at nobody whenever you'd be talking about these things. And no one was uh, listening. now I can shout at you directly. <laughs> you're here with me to shout along and say, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, no! this uh, video game music podcast in which uh, this episode, Vince and I have picked uh, five-ish, six-ish, really fun <laughs> music tracks that we love uh, each. And uh, yeah, we're going to play some of them. What was that that we uh, yeah. came in from? Came in from? <laughs> Go on. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what you just said. Terminology. Something. Words. Oh, yeah. Those things. Um, yeah, these are songs that uh, basically define who we are as humans, so you can just completely judge us based entirely on these five or six tracks. Let's be numerically precise. There's six. We each chose <laughs> six. We, For- we went with five, but we couldn't. uh, I couldn't, we couldn't. You had like 283 that you submitted at first. It was, uh, Uh, it was pretty unreasonable. I did. I did, and then I got it down to eight, which was still way more than, no, actually it was funny because I was like, oh, I've got seven tracks, and then like a second later I was like, oh, now it's eight, it's it's more, not less. (laughs) It's, there's too much good stuff. There's too much good stuff. Um, we, There uh, are. Yeah. Uh, what was that, what was that intro track, Vinny? One of your one of your favorite gems. It's um it was called it intro. No, it's <laughs> I don't know that it, it had a, a formal name. I think it's probably pre-game soundtracks being a regular thing. But um it's the it's the uh, the intro theme for uh the first Space Quest game, uh which was um an old Sierra point and click game. Well. It, this is actually for the VGA remake that they did some some years later, um, which, to, to my mind, is much more playable and visually enjoyable. Uh, but yeah. they're, but they're both fantastic games. In fact, there's a sequence in the fourth game that kind of capitalizes on the the uh, the uh, the older visual style of the original original Space Quest. Um, oh, it's like a flashback, isn't it? You, you go back in time, you go back, yeah. and then you go into the future. Yeah, you, you go back to, you travel, rather than traveling through years, you're traveling through game sequels. So, Space Quest 4, you go forward to, like, Space Quest 13, and, yeah, at one point you go back to a scene in the original Space Quest, and you're still you, but everything else looks all blocky and, and, uh, and, uh, Eight color. You're a janitor. You're a janitor, aren't you? Like they, they. Yes, you are a space janitor. 
they parody the the Star Wars poster, don't they, with you holding up the plunger with the beam of light coming yeah. out of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there are a lot of nods to a ton of sci-fi things. You know, Terminator, Star oh, yeah. Trek. It's all over the map. Yeah, very Star you know, Trek. Terminator and Star Trek, the two points on the map that there are. The only two. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I, I, I wish I had more to say about the game. You're the one that's all like, you, you know, really, really uh, knowledgeable about it. But I love how that opening track is so like heroic, and it, you want to call it like generic oh, yeah. space music, but at the same time, it's it's it gets you pumped to go on a crazy space adventure. Yeah, that that song got 15 year old Vince amped up. <laughs> that was. That was the that was the kind of thing that got me going and still gets me going. I don't I don't I don't listen to any other music except for the music from Space Quest. And it's and just... all these other tracks that were. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Of course. I forgot about those. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh do we want to just get into it? We've got like all these uh, little little mini sets music. Yeah, songs. Let's listen to some so- let's listen so- to some music. Series. I think the yeah. You, what's uh, what's on what's what on the menu? Listen to next. What's on the menu? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, where is it? Uh. Oh, here it is. Um, so I am going to introduce. We're gonna have a little mini set. Uh, one track from me. Uh, one track from Vince. Uh, my opening track is from the old uh, NES Chestnut Solstice. It is the intro. It is probably the only good thing about the game. Um, <laughs> I've got a horror story. When we get back from the break, uh, Vince has also got a song following that. Uh, and let's let's listen to that Solstice track. Mm. Let's, let's hear it. You take a big bite out of it. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's listen.
And that was two terrible, awful tracks. Uh, Bad, I, stinky I, tracks. Um, I am very disappointed in your uh, lovely, terrible second track that you picked from Sword and Sorcery. Probably one of the worst games of all time. Um, I am yeah. sick of you having. I'm sick of having you on the show. Uh, no, that was great. That was that was great. I'm just gonna go. I'm uh, gonna go. That was <laughs> that was, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was Solstice intro from from the NES. Uh, uh, That's an amazing track. I, I'm not familiar with Solstice. Solstice. But I really like that song a lot. Solstice was the first. Nintendo Entertainment System video game that I rented when I was a kid. Uh, probably one of the first examples of never going by the cover, because I yeah. I, I remember it, it was a very, very tiny video store. It was Video Giant, and there were not that many games to rent on NES. The Super probably was already out, so NES was starting to get getting shuffled away. Even though there were still NES games mm. coming out, and there I saw like I think two games that I could have rented at the time were. Batman and Solstice, and what is like little? Oh, what does little Leland go with? Yeah, I'll take the the cover with the huge buff wizard who looks like a badass. I mean, you look at the cover <laughs> yeah. of Solstice, and you're just like, well, well, how can I say no? I'm gonna be a, like, a, it's gonna be like a Zelda, you know, but I'm gonna be a buff wizard, and it's gonna be great. There are like three different wizards in that game. There's the wizard on the cover of the of the thing of of the cartridge of the box. And then there's the title screen, the cartridge which, box. Yeah, yeah, the title screen that shows like another wizard. And then there's like a cutscene wizard that looks like a totally different wizard. So you're playing like three different wizards in that whole thing, but it's all the same wizard. It's weird. Um, game I could not even like understand it. It was a weird room to room puzzle slash Zelda, not really game isometric view that I think Rare developed. Mm. But uh, it was Tim Fallen who did the music, who's done some great tracks for pretty terrible games um pretty sure that he did the music for uh for soul uh i know he did it all for solstice but i think he did it for like silver surfer as well another game which has great music that we'll talk about later on um but yeah yeah i was reading about him while we were listening to it because well reasons and um uh, apparently he does freelance work now uh making tracks for games and it makes me want to go and just track down other stuff he's made because it's really good stuff yeah it's it's been pretty consistent too and it's you can kind you can yeah. kind of tell his you can pick out his sound i think like when he first started off he was doing a lot of uh music on like commodore 64 so that's why like his nes stuff has like a like kind of a tinnier kind of like like i hate to say it but bleepy bloopy sound to it like a like a like an older sort of like synthesizer sound it's got a. It's got a really. I rented Batman, so I. I, I didn't. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I Batman. You had fantastic. I rented music. Batman. I didn't. I didn't pick this this badass wizard game. Or oh, whatever. I'm so disappointed. Um, okay, here's the sad thing about Solstice yeah. is that like that intro track's great, but like the track that you get for actual gameplay in the first dungeon, poop. It's not that good. It's kind. Of, it's it's really sad. Mm. If you ever get a chance to listen poop to track. it, it's a poop track. It's just like. Uh, uh, it's yeah. I can hum it, and my my mom will know that track, because even she was disappointed <laughs> on, on my first Nintendo rental. Because we didn't we didn't know that many games. We had like five games, so you didn't know what it was gonna be like. So it was like, oh, any right. every NES game is gonna be great. Nope. And she would just, like she even tried to play it, and she was like, no, this is no, mm-hmm. I can't even mm-hmm. understand this, and it was pretty terrible. 
not a terrible right up game, there. It's, but... it's, what you t- it's one of the best games ever. It's, it's right up there with the, the Rocketeer. And, um... <laughs> oh my god, the Rocketeer. I, I can't think of... Bigfoot? Oh god. Uh, yeah, Terminator the... 2. Oh god. God, we could, in- we could do an entire... <laughs> we could just do an entire show just us listing off of our worst rentals and the worst NES games and Super Nintendo games we ever rented. Oh man. Oh, so many... It's weird to think, like, I don't... I mean uh, that that experience, like just going to the video store, picking out a game, not knowing a single thing about it, taking it home, being like, "Okay, this this might be good. This might be the worst thing ever." Yeah, that's not as much of a thing anymore, no. really. No, you can you can heck you can find out about a game a, a month ahead of time or, or way ahead of time. I don't even have to play the game if I if I don't want to. I yeah. just pull up a let's play. Yeah, exactly. I got a. I got a work friend. That's 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 all. Every time I turn over to where he's sitting, he's he's watching a let's play of something, and I'm just like, I, I'm I'm learning so much about games that I'll probably never get to play. Exactly. There's, strange, there's some though. benefit I, of like I, I prefer to play it if possible. Yeah. Well, there is that sort of strange thing where it's like there are so many games that either you don't have time. So let's plays and streams do make a lot of sense, especially for games that you know that you're not going to play. But yeah, that yeah. feeling of of like, oh, I don't know anything about this game. I'm just gonna jump right in. It gets kind of lost because there's just so many ways for the game to get spoiled by somebody else or some other like visual thing or just hearing. We know so much more about games. It's kind of weird. Well, it's an investment too. I mean, I don't really get to do that much with console titles anymore. Um, every once in a while, I'll, I'll get to do that, and um, you know, like I've got a 360, so games with gold poops out a free game a couple times a month but they're often i mean they're either titles that i already have or something sometimes they're bottom of the barrel sometimes they're pretty good well and i've about peaked in the life of that console really i mean i have i was telling you earlier like i've got almost 200 games on that thing now (laughs) oh my gosh i know well and i haven't even gotten to play them all which is great because there are a couple floating around in there where I, i haven't gotten to try them yet same with my steam collection um Mobile is, you know, probably one of the best for just trying things out, although I'm not sure that I'm emblematic of the typical mobile player uh, in as much as, like, I'll hear people all the time grousing about, oh, this game costs $1.99 instead of $0.99. Cents. I'm, I'm never going to play it ever. I'm going to boycott that developer. And I'm like, what? Well, that's, you're out of your mind, person that I just made up, because there are a ton of great games. We were, and we were just trying, talking. We and were, you're, paying, you're paying pennies for them. We were talking about an era in which... It was not, it was not unheard of to pay fifty, sixty, or seventy dollars for a cartridge that you didn't know anything about. So it's like you yeah. were completely blind. Or if like you really want to, yeah. if you even bitch about it even more, go to a freaking arcade in nineteen ninety two and play Street Fighter mm-hmm. or something like that. You're forking over like two bucks in the arcade, and you don't even own the game. You play it for a few seconds. One of my first, one of my first NES games that I played, uh, Sight Unseen, and it was, it was I think, the second or third game I ever got to own. Which, at the time, that's huge. Because, yeah, like you're saying, it's, you know, 50 bucks for what, you know, to any parent is an entirely impractical luxury item that, yep. you know, in many cases carried little to no value to them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And I played the crap out of it. I I almost feel bad that I, I almost selected music from that, but I was like I, I I wanted I wanted to put in things that perhaps people haven't had a chance to hear and talk about games that people perhaps haven't had a chance to play. 
Yeah, that was um, that was kind of the goal like, of this episode yeah. was to pick like a, an eclectic bunch of tracks, and I think I think it's been turning out pretty good. What was number two? Well, yeah, I want to show picked? off, you know, how cool I am when with regard to video games. That's that's what this is about. It's about getting <laughs> ladies, right? That's yeah, oh, this yeah. whole. Well, this yeah, I mean, I've already got my sweet jacket, people. and uh, I I got some glasses like you have, um, and I grew some facial hair. And yeah. uh, I'm I'm sipping a little coffee right now. I'm actually hanging out in a little, uh, you know, I'm ch- chatting up a barista right now. Hey, how's it going, honey? You know, growing <laughs> forehead hair—it's only technically on your face. It's not <laughs> what one would typically consider facial hair. No, no, I just get a gigantic furry unibrow that I shave off yeah. and patch it with glue on, on uh, to make a, a funky goatee. Um, <laughs> forehead hair. Speaking of uh, um, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery, there EP we go. Yeah, the the game that my the, the game that uh, that my following track is from. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we listened to the awesome music from Solstice, and then we listened to the far superior music from Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP. Of course, of course, um, yeah, of course. Yours, it's yours a the mouthful best. and creatively spelled. Um, it's a fun uh, and strange game um, from Capybara Games. I love it. Uh, when it first came out on the iPad, I I had read a few things about it in advance. I was I loved the art style. It just looked like it, it just looked like it was going to be an interesting kind of strange experience. It definitely hit some of my Legend of Zelda buttons. It felt a little bit like it might be kind of a point and click adventure. It's a little bit meta. Um, and self-aware. It's just a strange, fun little game that uh, is part of why I love uh, games, and and especially uh, a lot of the, the the games that come from this growing number of independent developers, where just you know they're they're just throwing stuff to the wall and like just really and playing with games. Sword and of art Sword and Sorcery is really one of the really one of the big dogs. I was just showing off on how great an independent game was and just oh yeah it was really selling itself with um its music too i remember that being a big selling point like it was like look at yeah, this awesome and it's much music more accessible now too i should i should note because uh, yeah it started off it was an ios exclusive it was only on the ipad um and then they widened it up so you can play it on um on phones as well it's on android now um it's on windows linux and mac os so you know you can you can pull it down on steam um, definitely worth exploring. I mean, the music is fantastic. Jim Guthrie is great. Yeah. Uh, the game is great. Um, these guys also worked on, I don't know if it was the exact same team, but uh, Capybara Games also put out Super Time Force, which is another game that just, it's a, it's the, the a lot of The sprite work looks very similar. The, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the artistically, art they're, yeah. Um, and then they've got a game coming up called Below that I'm really excited about. I think... Ooh. It was slated to come out on the Xbox One and Windows. I think that's still the plan. They even um, use um, in Sword and Sorcery. They even yeah. like they I mean they totally like allude to Zelda too. It's like an upside down Triforce, isn't it? That they that's like the main goal. Oh right? yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean it, it definitely plays on some of the 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 mythological constructs of games like Zelda and that kind of thing. It's cool too. Like it had like a it had its own like lunar cycles that affected parts of the games and. Um, nice. So it's got it's got a yeah. little bit of Majora's know, Mask vibe going on. going on. The the whole timed yeah. Zelda. That's awesome. Yeah, I almost feel I almost feel uncomfortable comparing it to Zelda because just like from a gameplay perspective, it's totally it's still different. Quite 
different. Yeah. I remember you playing but, it and um, like you're playing it on the pad and you yeah. were doing it landscape style, right? And then whenever it was combat, you did it in portrait. It was really cool. Yeah, you'd switch it to yeah, you'd switch it to portrait for the combat. Sequences. And it was like time. It's, it was like time. Yeah, and then the music is really. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's the thing is that the music itself is really kind of. Uh, it's the it's the it's the lifeblood of the game so i mean i think that's part of why it's got this this lengthy name with with the ep kind of uh-huh. thing after it like um jim guthrie's music is uh inextricable from the rest of the game yeah and and the whole it's good the music plays along I like it along with the game play like it. gameplay really introduces like a lot of uh you know like, yeah 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 like different types of music and it's haunting i mean you know the that's i remember playing uh, when I first played it, you know, they're like, oh, put on headphones, you know, play it in the dark. And so when I first played it, I had I had downloaded it and I'd, I was just sitting there just waiting. I'd had it for almost 24 hours and was just itching to play it. But I was uh, I was visiting uh, family. And so when I got on the plane to go back home, it was like an evening flight. And so I just put on my headphones, you know, the lights are all dim. And I just had this magical experience oh, sitting here playing this game. And when that track starts playing, you know, you're it's just when that world starts to really open up. And there's something about, you know, watching your your protagonist kind of walking across this, you know, this beautiful mm-hmm. uh, pixelated landscape and having that track playing in the background. You're just like, oh, this is great. This is magic. I like this. <laughs> I wish Games. I would have. I wish I, like I would have had the same magic leading me in from Solstice into the actual gameplay, which I did not. I'm scarred. It would be nice if that music, because you do hear these songs sometimes, and and there are some fantastic soundtracks for some, you know, so-so games. Mm-hmm. And you you listen to that music, and you just wish that scope and scale of the music just kind of you know lived up to and yours, what's going on in the game. Yeah, yours compliments. Speaking of other great music, though, maybe we should yeah. get into n- numero two sets with more. Uh, yeah, um, with stuff that uh, the, we don't the know. The next one, the next one's also from uh, a mobile game, um, and then we got a couple more following. But, um, and that was the other thing too. As and I don't know, I don't know how many. I I, I know I kind of send mobile games your way when I can. Where. Yep. We're in different worlds to some extent with Android for you and iOS for me. So some there's some don't translate over. Although this one, I think, is going to be making its way to Android, too. Um, uh, it's from a game called Downwell, which I also wholeheartedly recommend. It's awesome. made by one guy. Um, it's his first game. He just really wanted to get into doing this. And uh, I, I've, said, I've said so since it came out, but it's quite possibly a perfect game i i enjoy it thoroughly and and play it at least once a day most you've days. been it's raving just... about this this is this i, I have made a list yeah. and this is definitely on the list um yeah i can't say enough good things about downwell it's it's uh it's one of those where like if you want to check out like you know if you if you like you know fun kind of like actiony like platformer games if you really like you know a lot of like the class i mean there are a lot of jokes about you know, like the retro-looking games on uh, on mobile, mm-hmm. and you know, people are like, "Oh yeah, you know, you just uh, like throw a few pixels together and then just watch the cash roll in," because you know, like mobile gaming is such a lucrative business for ninety percent of people. Yeah, um, also, also just a lot <laughs> but, of like uh, things that are just thro- thrown yeah. out in eight bit. People are just like, "Well, that's just the craze." I mean, that's what I said when I saw Shovel Knight for the first time because I was just like, "Eh, there's been yeah. a million games like this." But and it's then... not. I mean, you know, it's like. 
it'd be like if now people be like, oh yeah, like just everyone's making these two D movies. Like that's just the, like the craze right now. Everyone's just really like, no, like it's it's a it's a perfectly valid way to uh, tell your story. And I mean, I, when we when we made that transition to like to to three D, like when we went from from sprites to polygons, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I and many people thought like we kind of were losing something and sort of just saying, like, oh, yeah. oh, this is it. This is where we go now. We don't look back. Yeah, it was, it was, so it was very I do, upsetting. I do like that there are, in hindsight. Yeah, I do like there are a lot of titles that make good use of it. And this game, it's almost monochromatic. Like, it's black and white and, and red, yeah. Red by default. And then there, you know, you can, you can flip the palettes around. You, you unlock more as you go. But, uh, yeah, this is the track that plays in the first level which uh, because i'm not very good at the game i spend a lot of time here <laughs> so <laughs> do this track again um, and again yeah yeah so this track is called uroboros and uh yeah let's, let's uh let's let us continue the set continue we'll follow with two more tracks and uh yeah then we'll get we'll come back okay Thank you. 
Do you want to just come back in after that? I'm I'm yeah. I'm pumped. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I've loved that last track. Can we just we're jumping <laughs> the gun? But er uh, that okay, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll be legit here. Uh, we came in with uh, Uroboros uh, from Danwell, and then fo- mm-hmm. that was followed by Shop Demo from Ground Seed, and then Ur uh, Hum from Armacrog, which yep, <laughs> which was like a like <laughs> like a gargling track from from the good and the bad, bad and the ugly. Of like the idiot character, if there was one in that movie, <laughs> but it also had like this, this rawhide yeah. to it and this like weirdness to it that I just ate up. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I knew, I knew, uh, I, I knew you were gonna like that one, and I loved like you know two two seconds into it, you just laughed delightedly. <laughs> that was. This is very satisfying. Yeah, folks, just to let you know, um, um, yeah. most of these tracks we haven't heard. Some of these we were hearing for the first time. Um, uh, just like Shop Demo, Ground Seed, uh, track that yeah. Vince had never heard well, I mean, before. We've, we've heard them, well, but yeah. we're listening through them now Legitly, together. Yeah, legitimately together. Romantically. Mm. Um, I've never... I, I didn't know anything about Ground Seed until just now. Yeah, about, about five minutes I ago. went and looked it up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about the game. Uh, I love that track though, and it makes me want to listen to more music from the game. Yeah, uh, that track. The game was... itself, I have little to no interest in. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> the, the game, I'm like, eh-eh. Yeah. well, considering that mm. the thing was designed, this game, Ground Seed, is a is an RPG uh, for the PC ninety eight, like a something that how can we get over here in the states? I know it exists, but that was like a Japan only dealy. Uh, minimalist Japanese RPG. Kid and girl get sucked through a wormhole and I don't and <laughs> never gonna play it. But uh, right, great track. I just stumbled across only one I've heard from that game. I want I want to like read like the intro description, but I want like the music playing behind me while I do it. Yeah, like, yeah. like the opening. I'm actually, I'm gonna game. just do that right now. I'm just gonna do it right now. Hang on, I'm playing it. Hang on. <laughs> Akira Ichiju is an ordinary Japanese high school student. One fine Sunday, he goes out to meet his lovely girlfriend, Kanami. Suddenly, they see a strange glowing ball. When they touch it, they enter a portal that leads to a parallel dimension named Ground Seed. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. You're welcome, world. That's all you need for that game. Um, Done. Yeah, in the can. Next song. Done. <laughs> yeah, no, I like. It. I want to. I want to hear more from it because uh, that just that sounds. It sounds. Well, the, all, the music was jamming. Well, all the I, I all the twangy bass and everything to it is just like you know. You, yeah, it's so groovy. Ooh, uh, yeah, that, yeah, it's good stuff. It's haunting um, at first, and how it creeps up on you, and then the drums just kick in and kicks your butt, and mm-hmm. then like it does that 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 kind of awful like mechanical swell at the end, and just cuts to nothing. I love it. My butt is so kicked by it. <laughs> Super kicked. I also uh, um, something yeah. I love about uh, about Downwell is that it is looking at the game. I wouldn't see any other music for that game. That is perfect. Awesome. It just fits up music. perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 The the guy who does that, it, it, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Eric Surke. 
That's what it looks like. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, shortly shortly after I found out that the soundtrack was available on Bandcamp, I picked that up. Most of the tracks that I've I've uh, I've played actually are on Bandcamp. Um, I was a backer for Armor Krog, so that was just one of the things included for me. This on soundtrack, one. and then the Space Quest one track I went and dug up online. Uh, but yeah, everything else Bandcamp. I love Bandcamp, especially for game music. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that Armacrog track, I I love that whole soundtrack. Um, I, I di- I'm definitely getting that amount. soundtrack. Oh my gosh! If if I don't I, play the game you, for like you need a to year, get the, I... that's the thing is you need to get the game. I and I say this not having played it yet. Um, I have a I have a backlog. I only just recently got a computer that's able to play um, slightly more contemporary PC games, but. That one's high up on my list. Like, I just want to be able to set aside some time to sit and uh, and just play through it. Um, Point-and-click adventure made by the people who did Neverhood, uh, which also has phenomenal music, also by Terry Scott Taylor. S- same with uh, um, Skull Monkeys, too. Yeah. I, he did the music for that, I believe. Oh, really? I need to listen to that, then, because I That's never got the, to play Skull, Skull Monkeys or is, listen to the music. Is, I think takes place in the Neverhood world, but it is a platformer. It's a really? Straight, yeah, straight up platformer. Interesting. I like how they opened up that Neverhood world. Like, there's a there's a comic actually that Doug Tenaple, who who did the you know a lot of the the art yeah, and, yeah. and writing for Neverhood, he made a comic book um, and 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 collaborated with Terry Scott Taylor, who did a soundtrack for said comic book. Um, I've listened to it uh, on on Google Play Music, but I actually just recently ordered the the actual disc just because I wanted to get the comic that comes with it too and, and kind of see that other part of it but it's great to revisit the soundscapes of Neverhood um, through that music and so yeah if uh, if Skull Monkeys has that aesthetic too I would love to check that out this is a little different um, it's, Armor it Krog's got more bigger. of like a western kind of thing and kind of like a spacey cosmic thing oh yeah from the get go like the opening theme is just like this rocking thing, and then there's like a surf rock, like a rockabilly kind of thing going on. Like it's, it's all over the map, but it really, I mean, and I think Terry Scott Taylor just has that kind of aesthetic for this kind of music, just like this kind of like western kind of cowboy sort of thing. That's just great. The twang, um, I, and yeah, I can't wait to play the game because it looks really great. Awesome. Well, you're uh, awesome. Oh baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into a set that's the Leland Show, all about me, all about yeah. games that I know. I'm I'm ruling this thir- third set. Is it third? Yeah, third. Why not? Whatever. I've okay, only yeah. Be. I've only I've only played one of these next games, and the other two are all you. Mm-hmm. Although I'd I'd like to try them. Um, you it, you've played a mountain of them, as far as I know. Uh-huh. Yep, I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, without well, uh, further ado, we're gonna yeah. kick it off into. The classic have to play Metal Slug Three, uh, shoot 'em up, hit and run, hit and run, is that Essential. run and gun? Essential, hit yeah. and run, a run and gun, run yeah. and gun, yeah, shooter. The, like if you're gonna play any Metal Slug, play three. Uh, three is the best one yeah. by far. So we're gonna cut into uh, we're gonna play Into the Cosmos from that, and we're gonna play two other tracks, and then we're gonna come back later, folks. <laughs>
so that was my Amazo set of insanity, of which uh, that was Vince a fun loved. Set. Uh, yeah, in which Vince loved every single track and uh, confessed don't, to me that all of his music selections were the worst. And uh, don't tell me, don't <laughs> tell me how to feel. It sickens me. <laughs> Um, we uh, started off with Into the but Cosmos uh, from <laughs> Middle Slug yeah. 3, and then uh, Yummy from Mighty Switch Force, and then Gusher Gauntlet from mm-hmm. Splatoon, which I swear Gusher Gauntlet is is a lost plus tech squeeze box box track. It's just... Yeah, no, it feels like a like a plus tech squeeze box track or like something from uh, Space Channel Five. Ah, you read my mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's really high and energetic, and all the music yeah. in Splatoon is like that from it's got an entirely different soundtrack to just the multiplayer and then it's got its own unique soundtrack for single player which it just tucks away we, in there can we geek out for a second about that mighty switch force track because i'm not really too up on the mighty switch force games there's there's three that i i was able to find one i think was a mobile one that i'd played um You've played the, like the main game, yeah, which is what that track was from. Um, Jake Kaufman is just a, a beast. I want him to make the music for like, everything, most games. Yeah, we, we're we're both big fans of Shovel Knight, which he does the music for, among other, among a myriad others. Yeah, um, but, he's d- uh, he's done a lot of music that... for Way Forward games. Yeah, and, and that's a and that, and that track was fun. Yeah, all all the all the mighty switch force music is fun. Like I was saying in the break, there is a track that sounds like Fun Zone from UHF. It's just that yeah. that high energy, like almost yeah. like like almost too sweet, but it's not because it's got this crunchy, awesome like it's got a house beat to it. Like you feel like you want to be twirling, you yeah, know, yeah, like like glow sticks and everything to it. You, it's it's thumping. I was cranking it. I was also I was also noting how all three of those tracks at some point feature those those orchestra hits that you, that you seem so fond. I'm, I'm fond of them too. That that, that TMNT Konami kind of sound. Yeah, and that's how they've always been known to us. Like they're always you know that's like how they're always they're always been known as just the Konami orchestra hits. But they are orchids, yeah. No, every yeah. time the 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 opening track to oh, what is that? Help! I think it's called "Drive" by the Cars. Um, the 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 first track, "Hello," has, has that those orchestra hits, yeah. and I still think of them as the Ninja Turtles hits. Even though I'm <laughs> sure they were in a number of songs in the oh, 80s the, uh, too. The, the owner of a lonely heart has that. Yeah. Owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, all those. Tra- I mean, you can't get enough of them. Like, I, I don't even mind when yeah. they're abused. Well, they can be abused for evil, but all those tracks did really good, really good punctuating with those orchestra hits. Uh, Metal Slug had yeah, that like that- awesome rocking to it. Uh, Yummy had that like like groove. Splatoon had that just like nonsense track that doesn't seem like yeah. it should work, but it does. Yeah, they're upbeat and bouncy, especially especially those last two tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, how much you you have Splatoon, right? Have you, I, I do. You do. Play Splatoon? Uh, I do not. You uh, don't. But I'd, I'd like to. It's it looks like a lot of fun. It, you know, it is a lot of fun. I, I'd have to say, uh, I, I haven't beaten all the single player, which the single player I really do enjoy. Uh, oh, see, I for some reason I thought it was uh-huh. just multiplayer. Although a lot given of that it's did. a Wii U game, I shouldn't assume that. Well, the uh, the funny thing is, is that they they hide the single player. I mean, it's on the main map, but they don't really they don't really point a bunch of arrows to it. It's actually a sewer drain that's just 
tucked away around the corner, and you go into it, and you find wow. yeah, you find this. You you go into an underground world, and there's like this squid general, and he's just like. Uh, uh, these octopuses are invading uh, conspiracies. And that's you... for the multiplayer? You, you go into a sewer? Oh, no, no, that's it's for the single player. You go into a sewer. In the, oh, multi- see, in the multiplayer... I feel like the sewer would be an apt metaphor for most multiplayer <laughs> environments. <laughs> <laughs> well, to uh, kind of praise Splatoon's multiplayer, matches are super-duper short. Like, it is seriously one of the best pick-up-and-play multiplayer games, but syncing oh. up with your friends is difficult. There's no voice chat. Um... You know, there's the way that it's played though is not like like oh I got this many kills or it's like you know look at me look at my kill death ratio no it's how much territory you can get with your ink right like that is it's a it's huh. a turf war um, you know granted you do get bonuses and you know you do you know hurt the team when you take out another team member but that's like not the main goal it's just to like paint the area and there's different game modes like there's a king of the hill sort of thing but they do a different spin on it where you can like unlock a super weapon that will give your team a huge advantage and then the single player is just like fighting bots essentially in like all these like different well-designed levels to kind of give you like a feel of how the multiplayer is going to be and uh multiplayer has for you with ink i'll tell you what (laughs) sorry that's my king of the hill joke (laughs) you can you can cut that that's gone that's gone was he, into, was he into Ink? Was there that Splatoon episode with Hank Hill? He, you know, it is funny, because, like, King of the Hill is such, like, meme-worthy. It's, it's, it, people make tons of memes out of King of the Hill shit. That every now and then, in Splatoon, when you're running around, you'll see fan art, because you can write it on the Wii U gamepad. There's, there's, oh, yeah. there's at least one out of every 50 I see a Hank Hill. <laughs> or a Bobby Hill. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. You I, know, I, I I see a lot of memes for it. I have watched woefully little of the show, although the bits I've seen I've enjoyed. Um, I, the only reason I was even thinking about it was I was watching an old episode of Space Ghost where um, uh, I'm blanking now. Where oh, I know what you're talking the, about. The, Mike Judge. Mike Thank Judge you. was on, and he's you know he's jumping around doing a bunch of voices, and he does the Hank Hill voice. I remember sitting there being like, "Is King Hill even on right now while he's doing that?" But I mean, he's just had that. Was was King of the Hill of voices was, that he's plugged into things? I know we're sidetracking here, but was King of the Hill even on when that episode was going on? Because that King of the Hill voice That's is also what I was the next is the next door neighbor in Beavis and Butthead. I don't remember the character's name. Yeah, walking off from a tool shed. I- that <laughs> maybe that's what it was because they were just they were just talking about you know they they talked a lot a lot about Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what my judge is like. Space Ghost, how about you do you, you do Beavis and Butthead now? Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! <laughs> Shut up, butthead! Ha 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 ha! Oh, Tad, Tad Ghostel. Yeah, good old Tad. <laughs> yeah, check out all those games, folks. So they're all yeah. cheap too. All Metal these, Slicks, yeah, Metal... every single game. Well, Splatoon, except not so maybe much. for Ground Seed and probably not Solstice. Yeah, but Metal Slug Three is know. like two bucks on 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 every game platform these days. It's, it's really easy to get. It's yeah, on everything. It's one of the best just shoot 'em up games. The art style is so phenomenal. I just love the look and feel of that game. It's just it's so good. It's just heavy so machine good. gun. Just everything yeah. about it is just so much fun. Rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah. Mission. Um. <laughs> so yeah, all the announcer stuff's great. Uh, same with yeah. Mighty Switch Force. Check that out. That's a fun. It's kind of like a puzzle platformer at some points because you have this switch ability where you're moving things around. And you have to move blocks out in certain ways so you don't get killed by spikes and jumping and shooting things at you know at a precise time while do- using the switch mechanic. It's Splatoon. I'm Enough glad it's on. Splatoon. 
I'm glad Mighty Switch Force is. Uh, I, I looked and I was glad to see it was on Steam because I don't. I don't have a 3DS, and I'm the jury's still out on whether or not I'm going to keep the Wii U. I don't even know if it's on the Wii U, but uh, um, I think Mighty Switch Force is. I uh, especially now that I'm able to play some more PC games, it's nice when I find some game that's like on a platform that I don't have access to, and I'm like, oh, but I have a Computron. I can mm-hmm. play on Computron. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley Parable is actually. Uh, if <laughs> if I could heavy-handedly segue into our next track, okay, you, you're, um, you're leading this one, okay. Well, and I was watching you clicking around on the uh, on the set list, and I was just like, "Yeah, Stanley Parable, let's do it." Oh, um, I, I'm I'm kind of just meandering. I'm not like <laughs> I'm like, come on, no, dude, I know, rah, I know. Cursor <laughs> <laughs> um, flying. Everywhere. I love Stanley Parable. You've you've. I don't know. Did you did you get to play I, some I, Stanley Parable? I, I when... did get to play it um, when you had it, and uh, yeah, I I really enjoy that game. Um, I played the, the, it's it for for what on the face of it seems like not very much. No. from a gameplay standpoint, I've gotten hours of of entertainment out of that game. Um, for those who don't know, Stanley Parable PC game started off as a mod for uh, Half Life Two. Um, and it just really plays on just the concept of narrative in games and, and choice. And, um, yeah, you, you play a guy named Stanley, um, and you're pretty much the only character in the game with the exception of the, uh, the, the, the voice of the narrator who's narrating your actions as you play through and kind of just tells you what you ought to do. And then you kind of decide whether or not to actually do it. So... You know, you start off, you're in your little cubicle, and, you know, the narrator's like, oh, Stanley stepped out into the hallway to look for his co-workers and find out where everybody went. And you go out, and there's nobody there. But you, you don't even need to walk out the door if you don't want to. You you are technically in control of your character, but it is that, that thing where you can choose whether or not to follow through and do those things. And the game gets really surreal, and... And uh, and very very meta. It's, there it's, there it's are several a, moments where the narrator is, is is breaking the game that you're playing as you play it. It's a game that you um, kind of don't want to ruin for anybody who hasn't played it either. You're yeah, just yeah, like, I don't play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will say just you know for the sake of this next track, there is mm-hmm. uh, there is a a bit in the game at one point where. Uh, even the narrator is sort of frustrated with trying to find <laughs> out where it is that you were supposed to go because your objective seems to be disappearing or moving. And so he says, oh, well, here's what we'll do. We're going to start over, and you're, there's just a line. You're going to just follow this line, and this line will take you everywhere you need to go. It's the adventure line. This. Aren't you excited? I remember this track. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, all right. And so this is the it? following track. It's called Following Stanley, and oh. it's it's given the tone of the game when this song kicks in. It's just really, it's a, it's a special little gem of a moment that we're going to share with you. So, okay. Following Stanley. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs>
to oh, that. Oh, Stanley. <laughs> oh, Stanley. That yeah, is... The narrator is just phenomenal. Oh, game, gosh, I wish it. I could remember his name. Um, yeah, he's narrated tons of stuff. Fun, it, a, a brilliant British voice. Uh, you listening to that, I, I, I could only... I was just visualizing Patrick Warburton as the tick in a live action tick movie. <laughs> like that's that's like that's like that's his theme song. That's like that or that yeah. that or the theme song from the animated show. But like it just reminded me of just like this big goofy guy running along. That that really adds to that track really adds to the um kind of just the, the goofiness of your situation because you're you're following this yellow line that loops around and and it's like on the walls it's all over the place and just the track yeah. just keeps playing and you're just you're running around in circles and it's just this nice little moment of just insanity that's going on <laughs> it's a fabulous kind of just puzzle box of a game and i really there's there are a few of those emerging that i really just love um and that's uh it's a gem among them mm-hmm. to be sure and and quite funny oh gosh um, it's wicked those, sense of humor yeah it's one of those creations. It's like Portal. It's almost it almost turns some of the concepts in Portal on on its head uh, because I feel like Portal to a certain extent is about choice. I mean, it's also about a neat gun that makes fancy holes. But yeah, there is uh, there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in there about about the choices you make. Would um, this, would Kevin this... Kevin Brighting, by the way, is oh. the the voice of the narrator. Right, I was just looking it up. Was it would, um, this, would this fall into yeah. the category real quick? This falls into the category of uh, walking simulator. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's not like to to call it an FPS would wouldn't quite work just because there's no shooting involved, right. Or a gun, you're just walking around. So yeah, um, there's just this narrative then, that you can uh, mess with. Yeah, and then um, the 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 guy who created that game has gone on to make another game that also kind of explores some of those things called The Beginner's Guide, which I recently played and also quite enjoyed. Although that, I think that's on my list. Kind of, it's gotten some mixed reviews. Although, I don't know, I like I feel like, you know, there there's there's definitely sort of a split um, in terms of the Stanley Parable too. But oh, I mean, whatever it is he's doing, I I'm I, I fall for it hook, line and sinker. Me, me too. Like, I can't I can't really describe what what the Stanley Parable really I, I can't really describe it when I tell people I'm just like when I, I the way I describe it is is uh it was like imagine a game in which you can you're following along with the narrator and then you get to a point where you can deny that or keep going with it and it's your choice and you can it's it's instantly like replayable because like it's so short that you want to play it again and yeah. see what different outcome you get it, it, it like you said it's like a it's like a puzzle box where it's almost kind of like um, it's almost like a it's almost like a choose your own adventure in a sort of sort of weird way. It's like what if I did this instead of this? What I went left instead of right? And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you want you want to like make all the different decisions. You want to find all the the different endings. Uh, there's a game on PC and now mobile called Please Don't Touch Anything. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it's a similar concept, although you know I think on a on a somewhat smaller scale where you know, you're you just this. You're set up in front of a button. They're like, "Don't touch anything." And through a series of th- of events, you can you can explore what happens when you touch that button and whatever else you find on that panel. Um, you get to be a little then, bit of a I mad mean, scientist. There's games like the room 
which is I don't know no the room is on uh, PC as well as on mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if you. That's a literal puzzle box. Room, but... Oh yeah, I've, I've played a bunch of the room. Yeah, they're literal puzzle boxes. Yeah, um, they just came out with their third one, which I can't wait to play. I'm actually still working my way through the second, but I, I really quite like those games a lot. Yeah, um, Kentucky Route Zero, not so much a puzzle box as it is like just a a uh, an interesting take on narrative in games which i've kind of talked to you about uh talked about uh, to you a little bit um but yeah it's kind of just again funny and weird and meta it's got a bit of a twin peaks kind of vibe to it uh, definitely it's it's just about exploration and i really like that um one of the co-creators of uh the stanley parable um not the guy who did the beginner's guide but the other the other of the two developers that worked on it uh, also apparently has a new game coming from his studio called Dr. Langeskoff, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald, a whirlwind heist. Which, based off the title sold. alone, I'm pretty much sold. Sold. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, while I was looking at the stuff, I was like, oh, really? So that's kind of cool. Definitely sold on that um, title. Yeah. And again, it's just, you know, like, just these people who love games going in and and creating something special that and that's part of why i love it uh, as an art form that's just really phenomenal um and that song's flipping hilarious. yeah that, that song that song sounds like it can it i just imagine monty python skits going on while that song plays <laughs> yeah well and then just so many different takes on the comedy game to some extent. I mean, like, Stanley Parable is kind of all over the map. Like, there's definitely a comedic element to it. Yeah. You know, it's it's a little, uh, you know, it's got kind of an absurdist thing going. But it also, I mean, it gets dark. Oh, There are some definitely. real dark elements to well, it. Well, so, some of your endings are pretty um, dark. Some of the some yeah. of the things the narrator says is extremely dark. I mean, you're all alone. Um, so this is very, yeah. like, lonely feeling, even though you are being accompanied by this all-knowing voice. The last track, yeah, is from <laughs> Octodad, uh, Dadliest Catch, and <laughs> you, know, is... you know that's coming out for Wii U. I think it might be. Oh, good. Or, yeah, it might already be out on Wii U. It's on just about everything else now. I finally got to play it when it went to mobile. Um, but uh, I worked at Best Buy when uh, when the, they had you know just a PS4 playing demos, and it would play the theme song for that game and every time i'd look over i was just like this looks hilarious it's just that that like i don't know like is there a genre for games that just are broken i guess i guess um is there a dink donk genre there's there's a dink donk genre there's a goat simulator because there's a lot of simulator simulator, games that are pretty dink donk fabulous um i just got one uh called i am bread i am bread is is another dink donk um what is it i think it's called i think it's it's called happy burger which is another game in which you are a weird, like, bean-shaped <laughs> character. Hear me out. You're I'm like not a familiar weird, with that one. You're like, it's a first-person, um, burg- uh, like, like fast-food simulator, but it's totally donked. <laughs> because you're just like, you have the worst controls. You have these little stick french fry arms <laughs> to make burgers, and your hands are, like, covered. Your hands might as well be covered in tape. Because everything you touch just clings oh to gosh. them. You put burgers together. You have to cook them, prepare them, follow it in, in particular order that somebody is like a random generated NPCs come up to order, and then you have to give them their burger, and hopefully you get money and not fuck everything up. <laughs> That's fantastic. Surgeon Simulator. Surgeon it, it, Simulator. Surgeon Simulator. Really yeah, funny where it's, one. Where it's just you know, 
flopping around. It's funny that the best uses for... I mean, up until these games, I feel like the best uses for poor controls, for deliberately poor controls, was horror. was like survival horror. Tank. Um, and so it's it's funny that... <laughs> Tank controls, <laughs> that, yeah. That flips over just to pure comedy. Well, yeah, well, now we've got, um, like, yeah. slippery... It, you know, it's, it's a mixture of the incomparable... I mean, the, the inaccessible controls where it's just like nothing is working the way I want it to mixed with yeah. the physics engine that just makes no sense that just changes physics constantly oh, and it, just, it looks i mean any of these games we've mentioned if you get a chance uh, to to i mean these are games that are very well suited to let's plays because it's it's almost as entertaining if not more so to some extent to watch other people you know make their i mean i've i've laughed so hard watching people try and play surgeon simulator <laughs> i almost have more fun watching people play it than i do playing it myself have you ever is... have you ever seen uh any playthroughs of like two people playing it at the same time where someone's the left hand and someone's the right hand no no i think uh <laughs> those are pretty i think good. um jonan vasquez would play them or, or he was he he put up a few where he was playing them with a friend of his but i don't know i don't know if they were each taking a turn at the controls or what but uh-huh. oh my gosh like just i i had to i had to put my phone down i was laughing too hard um because you've and, got like no yeah, meat I've, hands that don't do what you want them to do no no it's just it's and horrible things are happening to your patients <laughs> they're they're not i i have i can't i can't i can't um octodad is at least somewhat more playable but you have these objectives that are just absurd because you're—I mean—the premise is you are an octopus who has married a human woman <laughs> and and has two human children, and you're just living out your normal human life. But you're an octopus, and you, nobody can find out. There's a rogue sushi chef who's trying to get you. And, <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, like the the first the first level is you at your wedding just trying to get dressed and make your way there without you know anyone finding out that you're not in fact an octopus in a human suit and i I don't mean like you're dressed in in like you know some sort of suit that makes you look like a human you're very apparently an octopus (laughs) just wearing a like a, a regular suit Two arms, two legs, and every time that you move around, like your limbs are going all over the place and just knocking. Oh stuff yeah, you, over. you can only you can only really like you can control your legs or you can control your arms. That's it. You you can't do them at the same time. So you are just kind of flopping around, grabbing. St- you don't have any bones. You're just just this mush, just flopping around, trying to like grab things and and function normally. Um, Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. It's o- o- a metaphor it, for life. It's the story of our life. Um, with that, we're gonna we're all just boneless. We're, we're all just octodads in the wind. We're gonna yeah. end, we're gonna end with this one, I think. Are we? Yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. I had fun. Cool. I don't know about you. I I also had fun. This is str- it's strange doing this over the phone. It is. We'll, not actually being in the room we'll, holding your hand. We'll, it, yeah. We usually hug when we talk, too. So it's very... We just hug yeah, and, and just embrace. <laughs> Talking into one microphone, looking at each other's eyes just deeply, intensely, I don't know angrily. how we get anything done doing that with all of our activities. <laughs> you've got your you've got but... your extra tentacles, Octodad, to, like, to squirt you around Who's going to control my legs? <laughs> I've got the other controller. Don't worry. Um, All right. Well, that was fun. We'll do. Let's do this again. Yeah. 
Let's do this okay. again, um, but better. Yeah. How about not? How about in a couple weeks? You want to do it again in a couple weeks? Sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Eh, it was okay. Oh, it was a lot of good music here. All right, let's end yeah. it. Bye, okay. everybody. <laughs> you to hear me i'm gonna say a lot of mean things about you at leland he smells like old ham that's been left out in the sun okay i can hear you again just gonna freestyle a song about how you smell like ham to the tune of this song ham ham i smell like ham ham I smell like. I smell like. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, he heard me. <laughs>